Connect. Searching. Now connected to You Got a Story podcast. Now listening to BID by JoJo. I see how you feeling and I need you to know that you can trust me to help you let go. I'm making it easy. Seems like most people I know hold everything in just because they don't wanna be judged. I'd rather be left untouched. Maybe we could sit down, get to know each other if you wanna be around. I'm really good at bringing it down, bringing it down. That's not the lyrics, but I'm freestyling, nigga. It's my shit. Gotta add it sometime. Shout out to JoJo, yo. Shout out to motherfucking JoJo. Maybe, baby. All right, let me get serious. Let me get serious. Sorry, I'm saying that's, that's that's just my joint. You know what I mean? That's my joint right now. I'm glad I was able to share that with y'all this evening. But what's good? What's popping? What's shocking? Like, and this is you got a story. I am your humble, gracious host. Shout out to Joe Button, but I am your host, O to the motherfucking T. And this is you got a story. Welcome back for another week. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Had fun with my brother. Thank you, OJ, for joining us and sharing some wisdom of older people shit with us. What shall we discuss this week? I mean, so much has transpired, as you all have been noticing on your news channels. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I mean, oh, first off, first off, first off, welcome back. And I hope you all have been doing well. You might have lost some listeners. Hope I wish them well. You might have gained a new listener. Hey, what a doobie doobie do. And for all in between, that's just still rocking. Glad to see y'all healthy and living life. If you're not healthy, hope you get better. And if you're not getting better, praying for you. But as we sit here now today on this beautiful day of sun, <laughs> just wanted to start off the podcast with saying we're going in. We're just going to have fun. I'm just going to say some shit. 
might be right, might be incorrect. I might be right, but incorrectly said. But I'm still gonna say it. <laughs> um, I guess we'll start with uh, the jury found R. Kelly guilty of racketeering in a sex trafficking case involving a scheme to recruit and sexualize, sexually abuse women, girls, and boys. Face up to 20 years. All right. I mean, he's off the streets. Um, it's interesting with this because I remember growing up, like, I had, I don't listen to R. Kelly's music anymore. Um, I watched it in Space Jams, right? But uh, I stopped, like, paying attention to him wild early, like, wild early, like, the Boondocks episode. Whenever that episode came out, that's when I stopped watching it. Because even as a kid, it made sense. <laughs> Why are we supporting a man that's out here peeing on children? Now, thankfully, thank God, actually, I've never seen the tape. Never been interested. I was actually more interested in a two girls, one cup situation. <laughs> Way more than when I cared about this shit. And so, R. Kelly had a sex tape. Y'all watched it. Fucking gross people talk about it at the barbershop. As I said, I'm not judging you for the time you were in. But if it was not, you'd be some gross motherfuckers. Uh, shout out to the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, just because I've been enjoying some of their content. And uh, that stuck out. Um, R. Kelly, uh, at this point, is he a monster? I guess we can. Like, it, it hurts because he's a black man. It's like, I don't want to bully back a black man. But it's like, come on, dog. You hog tying joints? I didn't even see the documentaries. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to see pain to know pain exists. <laughs> I'm cool. Like, I don't, it don't, like, I get it. Look, you have me at Boondocks. I didn't need not one more documentary. I didn't need nothing else. You had it over there. That nigga was on the, on the, in the, in the TV show, Dance from the Top of the Car. And I, I, I knew that was true because y'all like Michael Jackson do the same shit. Not comparing the two at all. Because <laughs> the evidence found against Michael did not exist. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm going to go by. I'm going to go by, you know, since y'all want to play by the court rules. Innocent dude. I'm gonna let him be uh, innocent. But this R. Kelly nigga, it's a different story, dog. It's a different motherfucking story. Uh, though I did like Trapped in the Closet. The 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 funny like the like it was up to like the fifth and sixth one. Like the first two or three was like whoa, this is kind of funny. But like it, like but when he started getting in the car and the backdrop was so fake, it was like all right, well this is fucking just him telling a long ass unnecessary story. About how he's cheating on on the chick, who probably looked like she was married. Really, I wish the motherfucker, the cop who apparently in the in the video, uh, uh, the person, uh, the husband or whatever was a cop. I wish he kick him in his ass. Like that, <laughs> that would have been a realistic story. Um, nobody respects the sanctity of marriage anymore. You notice that? Maybe because it's a man made idea. <laughs> That we put on God. God don't. God didn't care about. That. Look, look at the rest of the animals. Anyway, I'm going anyway. I'm already. I'm already ready to leave the topic because I don't give a fuck. Like this nigga is gone. Good. Like that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, he faces up to 20 years. If you hear music in the background, that is not me. I have neighbors. <laughs> they play music today. Good for them. But back to what I was saying. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean the, the the he's he's going away. I mean, we'll see how long he stays away with the pills and shit. Like that's that's why I don't know how, how y'all still believe in the court system. Like, yo, they they can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> like, if he get in the pill and get out, y'all gonna be tight. But what y'all gonna do? Hell, Bill got out. <laughs> what y'all do? <laughs> yo, and so it's like I don't know. Y'all can believe in this shit if you want to. Um, 
need to castrate that motherfucker. That's what they not Bill Kelly. I'm talking about Kelly. Bill can't really use his shit no more. But castrate that. I mean, actually, but no, but because he has herpes. So uh, like the hep two, the herpes two thing, the genital shit. I would let him keep that shit and and enjoy all of that on a, on a regular basis. Um, sad about Aaliyah though. Like, damn. Like, like I don't get. Like I stopped listening to his music, but now even when you go back to it, you'll hear the lyrics, and I'm like, yo, how y'all still playing this at the family barbecue? Like this motherfucker was—I don't know—people are always like separate the artist from the the art. I guess that's a person by person thing, and completely depends on the art. And like you know what I mean, like it's not like his art and the artist was separate. Like his music and the art was separated. Like yo, he was he was talking about what he was doing out here, like it, and as a kid, you enjoy that shit. You're like, oh fuck yeah, like this is what I want anyway. I want to. Go out there. I want because me, I'm going after older girls. So I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to convince them. Hey, what you mean? R. Kelly haven't told you. It ain't nothing but a number. What's good, baby? But you know what I'm saying? That was my mindset. As a grown up, like a grown grown up, I'm like, nigga, I would never. <laughs> I would never say that. Age, age is a number. It's a number you should respect. <laughs> we respect all types of numbers everywhere else. We respect we respect money. That's a number. We, we respect addresses. That's a number. But with this age shit, we don't respect. Alright. <laughs> Fuck your numbers. <laughs> so, so like at that point, right? But um so yeah, no, nah, he's he's locked away. Um um I really wish like whoever whoever they they get to like to draw, like I'm looking at the, the article and shit, the 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 artwork is kinda cool. I mean not cool, like cool, but like I mean there's not a bad artist, like I'm mad they don't put the person who did the sketch. Oh, here it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jane Rosenberg. Now you some cool, there's some cool artwork pieces. I wonder if she like. Now that would be crazy. Could you? Could she resell these? Yo, could somebody have? Yo, I wouldn't mind having this one where like the judge is pointing at R. Kelly and calling him a motherfucker. Like I, I want that one hung up in my wall. <laughs> that one would be fire, nigga. <laughs> like the one that's like that one that says federal prosecutor Elizabeth uh, Geddes. Yeah, Geddes points to R. Kelly during the closing arguments in a trial in a courtroom sketch. September 20th. Yeah, let me get that one on sale. <laughs> let me get that joint. I would hang that up. Oh, man. But nah, yo, he's, he's going to jail uh, for now. And, you know, we'll see what the appeals. But it looked like that nigga is going down, down. Down, down, down. Uh, under the jail. Uh, but, you know. Hey, what comes, what happens in the dark always comes to light. I don't know if y'all work, know, realize how days work, <laughs> but uh, we're the day and everything else is light and day. Like we're the, we're the, we're the planet that just gets the light and day. We don't, we don't control shit. Like everything's going, everything happens in the dark, come out to the light. Everything in the light goes to the, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say everything in the light goes to dark, but that doesn't make sense. Everything done in the light. No, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. You can't go from light to dark. You can only go dark to light, right? Oh, that actually is true. You can't go. Oh shit! Did I just do a? Oh, that's a. Oh shit! Yeah, that makes sense. You you can only go dark to light. You can't go light to dark. Oh my god! <laughs> I wish I could put that as a title. Maybe I will not. <laughs> then nah, I can't do that. <laughs> but I really want to now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, R. Kelly, uh, monster, sure. Um, definitely not listen to him at the cookouts. Um, and I am now going to judge other ethnicities I go to and hear 
R. Kelly music. I remember now going to uh, one of my friends who's a nurse. Uh, she graduated from the nursing school, and that was her DJ's uh, choice. And like me, I'm not a party pooper. I'm not going to like not tell him, oh, good song choice to be nice. But in my mind, I'm like, damn, like other ethnicities don't know. We've canceled this motherfucker, and they're still playing them at their barbecues. So, yeah, no. Black people, white people, Asian people, everybody else in between those people. If you're playing R. Kelly in front of me, I'm judging the shit out of you. I'm, I'm just saying. That's what it is now. That's how it's got to be. We got to start bringing judging back. I'm a judge. And what I do with this judgment is up to me. Really. Um, probably won't see me in the future. Because <laughs> I don't want to go to any place where I place R. Kelly like it's good. Like, no, bro, it's not good. Like, And I know he doesn't own his masters. Um, I don't give a fuck. I know the artist is mental. It's different with Kanye because Kanye might be saying wild shit, but he's just going through identity and the unknown and trying to figure out more of himself. This motherfucker was, Kelly was glorifying, is it gallivating? Gallivating? Gallivanting. Gallivanting. Yeah, motherfucker was gallivanting his his sexual uh, exploits to the rest of us and we ate that shit up like popcorn. Um... Fuck that. Like, I think we should take a stand and no longer play music, period. I don't give a fuck who owns his masters. Burn them shits for all I care because he will never be played again. Any, we know, my kids, if I ever have them, will never know he existed. They will never know this motherfucker's name. I promise you. That's how dedicated I am to say fuck you. Like, that's what fuck you mean. You are a race from history. Fuck you. Like, that's what I do. And that's how I'm treating it. So, you and my friends listening to this, listening to storytellers, love y'all. But if you play his music in front of me, we're not cool. Cool? Great. Moving on. Um, oh, I love this story. I was reading this story this morning. Um, Ellen Popio? There's no way that's a black man's last name. Did she marry a black man? Kids and everything? That's not her real. Popio? Popio. Pompio. Ellen Pompio. Pompio. Pompiopio. Pompiopio. Fuck it. Ellen Pompio sparred with Denzel Washington. First off, don't you ever <laughs> yo, don't, yo, don't you ever come at Denzel with the spar like she like sport? Sport? What you mean you spar with Denzel Washington? Like who, who you think you is? Yo, I'm about to go to the article because I had me sick. Like who you like who wrote this? Let's let's deep dive into this. Like who the fuck? Yo, Savannah Walsh? Yo, fam. Fam. You probably never even stepped in a boxing ring. What you know about sparring, period. You ain't nothing, no fencing, no nothing. What you know about sparring? See, look. They don't, nah, see, I'm about to go very crazy. Look, I almost went crazy, crazy. Look, look. <laughs> nah, but seriously, you can't spar with Denzel Washington. Um, that doesn't even sound right. Like, I, there's no joke that I can say, like, yo, just watch your mouth. You don't, you don't, you, you, you might have tussled. <laughs> <laughs> you might have had a back and forth, but spar? Yo, spar means equal footing to me. Same height, same weight, same height, same weight class. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so, but let me just start with love, right? Like Ellen Pompeo. Again, what is her ha- husband's last name? I want to know. But Miss Ellen, <laughs> it's funny how their names sound similar to the other Ellen we know. <laughs> and y'all act surprised, nigga. Anyway. She had a disagreement with Denzel. Um, apparently, the I remember the episode vaguely where like her jaw was shut. 
um, because her some patient fucked her up and now she couldn't speak. And so, and I guess in the scene, the per, like the actor who was apologizing to her and made a choice to not look at her during the scene, uh, she got upset, you know, messed up the whole shot and said, "No, no, no! Look at me when you're apologizing." Da 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 da, and that stepped on Denzel's toes. Because Mr. Washington, as I'm gonna call him moving forward, um, had stated like, "Nah, nah, this is don't, don't talk to him or her." Like that, that's what I wanted, and um, they got they had a little tiff. They went back and forth, and it ended with um, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I'm sorry, I'm, re- I'm reading it, and uh, I read it, but I'm reading it again. Um, but yeah, so like apparently she didn't like his directive approach and uh, he went ham on her from her, her words. Um, and um, Denzel went like, so it's like this. All right. So I stopped fucking it up. She goes, and I yelled at him, the actor who was apologizing for breaking her jaw on the scene. And I was like, look at me when you apologize, look at me. And that wasn't in the dialogue. And Denzel went ham on my ass. This is her Ellen saying this. Um, she recalled Denzel. Uh, she she recalled Mr. Washington telling her, "I'm the director. Don't you tell me what to do." Apparently, she didn't take kindly to her director's direction, and then she was like, "Listen, motherfucker. This is my show. This is my set. Who are you telling? Like you, be- like you barely know where the bathroom is." Pomp- Pompeo declared again. Is that really her last name? And I have the utmost respect for him as an actor, as a director, as everything. But like, yo. We went at it one day. Okay. So that was from her podcast she's doing. Kudos to her. Haven't heard any of it yet. Um, but she was sitting with her co-star, or not co-star, like the, the, her ex-co-star, like the dude who was her husband. I don't really care about the name right now because um, he's not important in this story um, because he was supposed to be important, right? Like they were supposed to be talking about how he was labeled a, a, a drama. What was it? An, um, yeah, yeah. Accused of terrorizing behavior on the set of the of Grey's uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, his name is Patrick Dempsey. Okay, now that's out the way. So then, so instead of highlighting those examples and maybe turning a different light or point of view from them, so that they can talk about how he was terrorizing uh, people, Miss Ellen decided to terrorize to tell a story of how she terrorized somebody else. <laughs> Oh my god! I love to give her bail. I really do because I do like, I like her intentions, right? So, I mean, I I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy in real time with the rest of the audience. I kind of watched it on Netflix in my own time, and I, I saw the little things people were talking about, the nuances, like the black baby getting adopted and all of that, and uh, how I felt like they were pandering and things of that nature. And I I I understood where that was coming from. But I also knew a little bit of her life because of what they put out there. And, uh, you know, I understand, I empathize because I understood that she has married a black man. She has had children with a black man. So I'm sure she's at these table with this black man's family and friends while they discuss the injustice of the world toward them, toward their own people. And I'm pretty sure, not pretty sure. I'm just speculating here that in that discussion, they talked about, you know, how no one's in power, everyone's to look out, and just that of that who, uh, everything of that nature, right? And so, I kind of wanted to 
you know, always give her the benefit. Always notice the word. Give her the benefit of the doubt because I feel like her heart's in the right place. She she wants to see more representation of black people. She wants to see more representations of black uh, of uh, black children being raised, adopted or otherwise, um, on scene, on script, and so show them as intelligent beings who can one day become doctors and and such and such so such and so forth. So I understood the intention, the intentions of her. Right? Like she's out here. She's like, wow, I have the power. I'm going to fight. Um, um, for kids like my, like children like my children, right? Like I get, I get the mindset, but when you read stuff like this from her, and when you read how she goes goes after a prominent black idol, everything underneath them, director, actor, hell, probably a, a philanthropist, maybe a a, a a contributor of donations to so much that we don't know about, but this idol who you said you respect. She said it in her, in the words. She says, <clears throat> I, I have the utmost respect for him as an actor, as a director, as everything. But like, yo, we went at it one day. So, and I get the entitlement, right? Because apparently they, they uh, the, the director, not the director, uh, the executive producer, Debbie Allen, uh, had recruited Denzel as a surprise gift to Ellen. Wow, that sounds crazy. But that's exactly what's in this article. Matter of fact, so y'all can read it later. It is called Ellen Pompeo Sparred with Denzel Washington on Grey's Anatomy. This is my show by Savannah Wash from the VanityFair.com website. Okay, so back to Debbie uh, procuring Denzel for Ellen. We get to a, We get to a point of it where it's, the, the entitlement is seeping through and it, because I get it. Debbie went out of her way to get this person um, to keep Ellen on board for another season because the, her ex on the show, the ex husband, um, whatever his Patrick, right? Yeah. He, he, he gets sent home. He gets kicked off and she's like, no, I'm going to leave now. What the fuck? Why am I here? And then they say, no, stay. We have a surprise for you. Blah, blah, blah. Well, Debbie says, stay. We have a surprise for you. Blah, blah, blah. And then, they get this director and it's Denzel Washington directing and all this, right? So, um, I think she got emotional, Ellen. Um, and I believe her entitlement, um, because it's her show, right? To her, this is from her perspective. I'm, I'm believing, I'm, I'm thinking it's her show. It's, uh, you're a gift to her, for her. <laughs> Dude, this just keeps sounding crazier, right? You were a gift. Mr. Washington was a gift for her. And he's snapping at her because she's not doing what was on script, right? Like she's improving. Um, instead of maybe just doing the scene, getting it out the way, getting giving Mr. Washington his shot to use if he wants to, and then saying, "Hey, can we change it to where he's looking at me? Like, why the fuck aren't you looking at me? Or can we change it to where I tell him to look at me in the scene? Like, you didn't even go up to him. You didn't talk to him. Like." He went off to you as a director because that's what directors do. They're like they're prone to known to be a little anxiety, like freaked out because they're trying to follow what's in front of them. And, and when impromptu uh, changes happen without notes, it throws them off. And yeah, he's Denzel. He's talking to you uh, the way Denzel would, like Mr. Washington. So, excuse me, but this man has accolades beyond accolades. Like if he snaps at you in a minute, just say. Walk up on him, have a conversation. Like, you don't got to talk to him like that. We're both actors. Can we just dialogue a little bit? Like, I, I get it. You're Denzel, but I'm Ellen. Like, I would have respected that dialogue. 
But to come at him and say, you don't even know where the bathrooms is at? First off, Shadi, I thought, don't the main actors get their own bathrooms? Um, Right? And I'm calling her actor on purpose because I, I try to, like, take out the the separation and bring us all together in unity. Like, why we have different names for the same people? Like, if you're an actor, you're an actor. What, what's, what's this actress stuff? Like, are you an actor? So be an actor. Well, we got extra, extra letters because you're a lady. I don't get that. Um, so, no, actor. Miss Miss Ellen, you're an actor. I'm going to direct you with that. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I'm not there, right? But like, I don't know. Like to to take a moment of uh, where you could actually talk to a person who is reported of being a terrorist on set in front of you. You decided to go after this black man, um, the black director that you were so excited to have, and it was a surprise for you. And he did his job by telling you, "Hey, that's not in the script. What have you been doing?" And he's the first one, I believe. Who didn't give a fuck about who you were, and that was through, that's what kind of what might have, may have threw her off, because he didn't care. He talked to you, but he talked to everybody else anywhere else, and she didn't know how to take that. So if we're gonna acknowledge something, let's let's acknowledge that. Let's not acknowledge the bathroom part. Who gives a fuck? What he, I don't. I don't give a fuck if he knows where the bathrooms are at. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't use the bathroom there. I'm pretty sure he went home and took a shit. Like I don't. You don't know where the bathroom is at. Yeah, he's a guest director. Why would he know where the bathrooms are at? You lost. I think she lost her head, and she's now trying to brag about it in front of her, her, uh, whoever the fuck. I forget his name all the time because I don't give a fuck. Like his name is Patrick, but like, who cares? You're off the show <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Anyway, man, before I really go in, let me, let me, let me breathe a little bit. But I, I don't know. I'm, 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 like so. So it's like it's harder for me to like not. To, to, to bat for Miss Ellen Because here we go We got Ellen just being Ellen Right Like don't we know Another, another Ellen From the Ellen show that, that was a joke I was alluding to earlier Like yo like It's It's We get People are emotional um, And the difference Between these two Is she's pr- bragging About her sparring Quote Sparring match when it, was, it really was Just a tiff From my understanding From reading the article It was a tiff um, Yeah It's like it's like, nah, you don't, you don't get to, I don't care if it's your show, yo, this is Denzel motherfucking Washington, you out your motherfucking mind, the nigga from Glory, from Malcolm X, from Training Day, from Man on Fire, who the fuck are you talking to, woman without a movie, period, it's cool that you made your show popping, but like, what, it took 17 years to get the world on board, like, come on, cut it out, 17 seasons, yo, chill out, yo, like, relax, it was an honor to have him on set, he's giving you he was going he, like if you would have listened to him, he would have made that scene fire. And then go to him with the notes later, maybe. But the fact that you came out him like that, it's no wonder he hasn't done a TV set since. That's in the article. Matter of fact, that is in the article. Washington director, Mr. Washington, director of Antoine, director of Antoine Fisher, the great debaters and fences, has steered clear of all of the small screen ever since. Has steered clear of the small screen. Ever- Look at that. She, Savannah, all right, you get some points back because you, you addressed her correctly. Small screen, sweetheart. Pump the brakes, do a reverse, and go back in a circle. Because that's all you're doing if you haven't figured it out. Like, you wild. You wilding out. You wilding out, sweetheart. Like, like, calm down. You made the greatest director say fuck TV. 
Now, if I want a TV show and I want Denzel, he's going to say, say, nah, fuck that shit. It's a small screen shit. I'm a big, big screen director. Because this is where the arrogance and the ego comes from because y'all just keep battling back and forth, fucking up for everybody. This was one of those situations where, sh- where I'm riding with Denzel on this uh, for obvious reasons. But beyond the obvious, it's just it sounds like a director doing his job and the head star, the ace in the team, right, if it was a basketball team, the ace is barking back to the coach. How you arguing with the coach, Slum? He's a motherfucking coach. He watches from all angles. You got this one perspective, and you want to, like, come on, shawty. Come on, shawty. Come on, shawty. Relax. Down, down. You were doing so well with understanding, but you, you slip. And we everybody, we'll let everybody slip in life. We can. We should. Everyone's going to slip. We're all running 100 miles an hour. Of course, one of us going to slip. But I'm going to point out that I've seen you slip. Hey, hey, hey get up. But I see you get up, get up. It's okay. Brush your knees off. It's all right. Get up. Knock your shoes off a little bit. There's some dust right there. Pat you on your back. Go ahead. Go back on the run. (laughs) But remember, we saw that. (laughs) We ain't ever going to unsee that. (laughs) Hey, ESPN, ESPN is recording that, recorded it and playing it back over and over again. We saw that trip. (laughs) Don't think we're going to let that trip happen again. Because then you lost the race. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, that was my that was the story. <laughs> yo, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a Mr. Washington fan. Yo, I grew up on the home. You feel me? So she's not winning against me on that one. I'm sorry. And maybe all you Ellen fans are gonna holler at me with your own perspectives, and I'll I'll listen. But y'all not y'all not dissuading me for my points, bro. Like this is a this is a fucking this is the fucking goat. If he goes ham and goes and goes off on you, hey, take it. You just got. You just got criticism from the GOAT. You know how happy I'd be if that nigga snapped at me because I wasn't doing my job correctly? I'd be like, shit. Even Denzel says I got to do better. Damn, let me get back on my shit. But the fact that you took it to the bathrooms? Aight. <laughs> Yo. Uh, shout out to Denzel. You know, Mr. Washington. Uh, well, can't wait for your next film. Uh, I'll make sure to buy two tickets. I might just buy four. Invite some random people on the street to go. Just cuz. Got the motherfucker fucked up, man. Got the game fucked up. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope Denzel speak on this. Like, but he won't. But I hope he have, like if it's in his book, nigga. Like in a in a in a chapter in the way back, like chapter twenty two. And this chick Ellen, like that should be the title. And this chick Ellen fucked up her lines. <laughs> ah, reading that motherfucker for sure. Um. Oh, there's some. I mean, there's like serious news, right? Like Huntington Beach oil spill cancels Pacific Air Show, dead birds and fish washer show. So I live near Huntington Beach. Um. Yeah, it's cool. But beyond that, I mean, it's that's sad, right? Everybody was enjoying summer. Alexa, you need to chill out. Um. Anyway. It's sad because I know people were going out, right? Vaccinated people, of course. Um, so they're devastated. They can't go to Huntington Beach. But this doesn't just affect Huntington Beach. This is going to affect all the beaches because all of those beaches are right next to each other. They're just down the street. They're like less than 20 minutes away when you drive. I mean, with traffic, of course, worse. But this isn't stopped there, right? So um, a large oil spill reached Southern California, causing dead fish, birds to wash ashore, uh, 
3,000 barrels or look how the fuck look look at the sentence look at how they're trying to play y'all with the numbers on Saturday this is from the this is from um, people.com by Nicholas Rice I want some rice now um, on Saturday around 3,000 barrels or he puts about 126,000 gallons Oh, I get what he's saying. It's a metric system. He's just converting it. My bad. <laughs> All right. So 3,000 barrels carrying around 126,000 gallons of oil spilled off the California coast, posing that what Huntington Beach Mayor Kim Carr called a potential ecological disaster per CNN. Um, it's leaking from a platform. Orange County. Supervisor Katrina Foley said in a tweet uh, that the leak is around five miles off the coast of Hudson Beach. So, mind you, the beach, like, I don't even think the beach, Huntington is five miles away from Santa Monica, is it? Like, on the water side. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about going through, the, like, the dirt. Like, if you if you grab a boat, I'm pretty sure it's, like, less than five miles. Like, my, I wish I could look that shit up. Matter of fact, I got an iMac. Man, let me look this shit up real quick. Let me see. Huntington Beach. Let me just hold y'all down real quick. Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Um, directions to Santa Monica. Santa Monica Pier. That is looking like it's gonna be. Oh, never mind. It's 45 miles. All right. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> but Huntington Beach is next to other beaches like Long Beach, Seal Beach, Newport Beach, Laguna Beach. Um, so I guess like Manhattan Beach is safe. I don't really fuck with that beach. But now, nah, like all these beaches like the what is this? The Gulf of Santa Catalina, San Pedro Channel, like all that's affected. There's an island over here. Y'all ever heard of an Avalon Island? I ain't never heard of Avalon Island. Is it a fire island? Can we go there? Like, if we got a boat, can I... Anyway. um, uh, Back to this article. Uh, Yeah, so don't go swimming. <laughs> Yo, you know what sucks about that for real, for real? Summer, like, winter doesn't hit LA until, like, maybe January, February. Like, that's when it gets cold. So, like, yo, like, October, like, in fact, in the Bay Area, we used to, I don't know if it's politically correct or not, but, like, in the Bay Area, we called uh, September to December Indian summer because it was not fucking fall for us. Like, if you go to the Bay, it might be cold in Oakland, but, like, in, like, Pittsburgh or, or, like, uh, Concord or Martinez, like, that shit is hot in September, October, November, hot, hot. And then, like, and we called it Indian summer growing up. And then I never knew why either. I just, I just, you know, impressionable kid just saying what everybody else was saying. But, yeah, so this summer was not, wasn't over is all I'm trying to say. And so now I wonder what's what's going to happen for the psyches of Californians, right? Like now the one thing they love to do, they can't do for the next, the last the last few months of their summer uh, before it gets like, you know, wintertime. And can't swim in the water um i i mean even though santa monica's 45 miles away i wouldn't get in the water still fuck that shit y'all act like the water's just gonna keep it in that one direction like that shit the moon moving it back and forth y'all bugging but 
Hey, I mean, to each his own. If y'all like it, that, I mean, that's just fucked up. That, <laughs> that, uh, that, 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 that this has transpired. I mean, it isn't known yet why it's spilled. Um, it's just as of Sunday morning, the leak has not been completely stopped, so it's still leaking. More than three thousand by now, right? If it's been doing it all night since the last time this person wrote the article, and it's like preliminary patching has been completed to repair the oil state. However, what you mean, however? Then the patching ain't completed. Whatever that whole preliminary patching has been completed to repair the oil spill site. However, however, what you said completed in that sentence, sir. So if it's completed, that means they safe. But if it ain't, when you have a however, then you get the bullshit, right? However, and additional repair efforts will be attempted. The press release stated. So don't say words that it's completed. It's been attempted. They've tried, but they have since yet been successful. Look at these words when they write these articles, Playboy. I'm telling you, they not fucking with y'all. They trying to put the wool over your eyes. Y'all better read every word, yo. They always, they. Uh, I don't know if I heard this from Charlamagne the guy first or that if I heard this just in life. But if you ever want to hide, they always said, if you always want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. And that, like, it really bothered me to hear that type of shit. Uh, I'm kind of going off right now, but just follow me for a second. Because I have family, like uncles, who didn't read, who can't read, who can't write. And like, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me until I was like 18 living around them. And I'm like really noticing they really write X for their signatures. And when you hear their backstory, like with this, this particular uncles of mine, um, they're in the East, they're in North Carolina. Um, they're living on a farm. And the my grandfather, who didn't see a point of education because he had a fourth grade or second grade education himself who didn't read or write himself, didn't see the need of his boys. Right? He had, what, 12 children? So of the 12, I think half of them were boys or maybe like maybe a little bit less than half of boys. But he had all these dudes who he would take out of school and put on the farm. Except for like his one of his like his favorite sons. Right. Like and we say favorite because it's like if you look at how he what he left behind, <laughs> he didn't leave nobody else shit but this nigga. Shout out to my uncle Kermit. You feel me? Um, but. He was the only one that I think can read. I think Dwight, my uncle Dwight can read, but it's, it's, um, I don't know if he was allowed in school. Like, cause my, my grandfather would go in and take them out of school. Like these men or these boys at the time would take them out of school to go work on the farm. And, um, I often remember that. And when I hear phrases like that, like if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. And when I read stuff like this and they say, if, you know, they put misleading words in there. It just, it, 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 it all resonates to me. It's like, this is what they're talking about. <laughs> like, don't don't let them fool you. The words that they choose matters. And if you're going to say shit like it's completed, has been completed, well, then, yeah, then it's over. But if it's not, then just say that. Sorry, I went on a, I went on a whole tangent. Because I like, I mean, this is you got a story, right? So I'm just trying to tell y'all a story about my family, about my life since, you know, I'm here. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're in LA, stay away from the fucking water. Because um, they're not going to help you. <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna see a dead seal soon, uh, or a whale. Damn, that'll suck. But I'd get it. Um, this is why the Earth saying fuck us with this fire shit. I'm telling you, like, look what we do to it. Look what we do to it. Like, why we got oil in the water? Like, what we what we do it? If I was the Earth, I'd say fuck y'all too. Um, yeah. So you know, um, blah, blah blah blah. Just reading a little bit of a yeah. Some some shit was canceled. Some events, whatever, whatever. I give a fuck. I'm just I just care more about the animals 
that now have to deal with us, right? Like, really? Really? Birds and fish? Them niggas was just chilling. They woke up thinking today was another, today was another day. And they ate a fish, oil in the teeth. Now they're dead. The fish, they was just swimming. Now they got to get water boarded inside water themselves. Ain't that a bitch? They got oil boiled. Oil boiled. Oil boiled? Boarded? Oil boarded. There we go. Oil boarded. <laughs> Imagine. Put that shit on fire afterwards. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, last but not least, I wanted to touch on the... This is, this is, this is going to get big in, in the days to come. The uh, three Miami Beach police officers are facing felony charges after beating a man who was filming them making an arrest in the Royal Palm Hotel. One of the officers even drank the man's Gatorade in front of him after he was handcuffed. Oh, my Lanta. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously? That's how we... That's how we giving it up. Because like, I've seen the video, right? I, I think I read the article, but I think I just focused on the video because the video was enough. See this cat? Got blood on his face. And... And... um. Like he's all dripping down and like he's he's talking to the people. He's from New York. He's even said in the video, he's like, oh, I'm from New York. I don't know why I always say that. <laughs> but he was he was talking shit. Not talking shit, excuse me. Let me not overstep. Um but he's he's ta- oh wait. His name is Khaled Vong. His last name is V A U G H N. I don't Khaled Vong. But yeah, so he he's on handcuffs. Uh, if you see the video, you see he was he literally had food in his hand. He had like plastic bags in his hand. He just had his phone up recording. And they I guess they must have told him to back up. And he was backing up. And some fucking wannabe ex-linebacker fucking tackled his ass and then like treated him like this. But you know how much of an asshole you gotta be to put your lips on a Gatorade bottle of somebody you just arrested in the midst of COVID season? Word? That's what we doing? You don't even care about the backwash. You know, my spit being on the top of the Gatorade part. I could have COVID for all you know. And you just going to drink out of my Gatorade bottle to basically shun me, to sun me, to bitch me? Man, this nigga's got the motherfucking pay up, nigga. I would sue the police unions, nigga. But he about to get paid. If he don't get paid, nigga... Look how they treat you. Look how they do you. Look how they look at you. Even when the cameras is rolling, they don't give a fuck about you. So just keep that in your mind when you're going outside, my G. Because if they do that to a nigga out there in Miami, a tourist who's bringing them money, what do you think they're going to do to niggas who's local? Like, come on, bro. <clears throat> some shit we just can't forget. I mean, when some shit we shouldn't allow them to let us forget, I should say. Sorry. Because that's just horseshit. We can't even record now before I get bum rushed like that. They got to give this nigga like 300 mil just to send a message. Like, nah, yo, fuck all that. If y'all giving, y'all giving the families, who was that Alex Jones dude? Because he said something was a hoax and they made a, uh, they fucking Sandy, because he said that Sandy Hook uh, was a giant hoax or whatever, whatever. And... And I think they sued that nigga for $300 million, right? Or maybe I'm thinking of another case where they got $300 million. But I'm just saying, like, I'm on a tangent. I'm not bad, y'all. I don't mean to keep y'all here this long, fam. We talk about nothing for real, for real. 
Um, I mean, we talking about everything, but like it's nothing to somebody else. And I get it. Y'all want to get back to y'all lives. My bad, yo. But I don't know, man. Oh, wait, hold on. I got it. Um, he was ordered last year to pay almost 150000 in legal fees after he failed to provide discovery documents for attorneys representing Sandy Hook's family. I'm just looking for the part where they say how much money he gave, he got to pay out. Uh, oh, never mind. It hasn't been decided yet. A jury is expected to decide the amount Jones owes the family in the two lawsuits. Well, damn it, whatever. Three, somebody got $300 million. I know someone's so I know I'm not tripping. But anyway... Nah, yo, that's crazy. And um, what I read about the Miami Beach officers, um, you can find that at the local10.com. And uh, the article is Miami Beach officers seen taunting suspect on night cops charged with battery. That's crazy, fam. We in the middle of COVID and you drinking my Gatorade, son? I don't get people, fam. They don't fuck with us. But people need more evidence every day. I don't, y'all giving people a bit of a doubt for no reason. Now, mind you, I got cops, friends, people who I know and love who are cop police officers. I get, they are not all bad. I get that. I do. Um, here's the thing. Um, I can separate, <laughs> I can, like how we do artists with their art. I can set, separate people from their jobs a little bit. And so the best thing I can do for that is, um, I guess we all can just look out for them, right? Like people that we know and we love. Uh, when all the, whenever that day is decided, we just go. Hey, you should you should stay home. You should, I, I, they're on the streets out here. They talking wild. They they mad at you. Hey, you cousin, fam, big bro. You should you should not go into work today. I'm just saying. You should call out if you can. Say fuck that job at the dip point because these niggas is mad outside. That's what I'm saying. Like when we know the streets is hot, we should tell them. Like hey, you should you should do a desk thing for a week. Just stay on your desk. These niggas on the street, they talking wild about cops. I'm just saying. Like, that's how we should look out for for them, um, for people that we love in the police. Because cause we're not going to be able to stop whatever's about to come from mistreatment of, like, y'all. These are human beings, bro. <laughs> I don't get people get that. I don't get, uh, not people, I don't think police officers get that. I think they're underpaid and overworked and they're taking their stress out on the people. And I never understood that. Because uh, I know, like I said, other officers in the law who don't do that shit, who love y'all, who love the people, who do, who just want to make sure everybody get home safe. Everybody, not just they selfish asses. So I love my people who cops. We're not talking to them. We wish you talked to them for us, but we're not talking to them. Oh, no, 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 no. We wish you talked to these assholes for us, but we're not talking to you about them. We just, we, we talking to them. So we, we understand, we understand we love y'all. Yo, you, you in the club, you with us. We get it. You have to get to make a paycheck. But yeah, they sit down. The street's talking too much. Just sit down. Call out of work real quick. Sit down real quick. And let them handle this. Let them handle the people that they're provoking without your help. Because they obviously don't want your help when you're there to assist. <laughs> they, they just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Like push a nigga, bash him, and knock him off. Knock his food out of his hand. He got blood. He got blood from his, his mouth that went down all the way to the back of his eyes. Come on, fam. I'm sorry we had to go dark on the, at the end of this, but it's a dark motherfucking world in this bitch, ain't it? Shit. Niggas wonder why I stay in the crib unless invited out. Because why the fuck would I go outside to deal with this shit? Anyway. Well. <laughs> well, this is another episode of You Got a Story. Uh, thank you, listeners and storytellers, for uh, joining and listening in and 
Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Hope it was informative at some point. Um, now I'm about to get back on my grind and try to figure out my next plan, my next move for the next couple months. <sighs> you know why life is hard? Because nobody else wants to accept that it's hard for somebody else too. They think it's always just going to hard on them. Unless they look on the news and they see those outlandish stories about people, um, strangers they never met, they empathize with, but the people that's right outside, they don't give a fuck about. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, this is this has been great. I've enjoyed our time. Uh, hopefully it was fun for you as much as it's fun for me. And I hope you guys have a beautiful week. You know, I, uh, and that being said, uh, I heard Mercury's in retrograde, so be careful. I don't know what that means, but it sounds scary, so be careful. And yeah, yo, <laughs> y'all have a good one. Y'all stay blessed. Love y'all. One, I'm your host, O2E. O to the motherfucking T. Don't forget that. Because you got a story. You got it, I mean? It's the name to TBH by Aaron Red. We were best friends, we were best friends When you changed us, that was the end Ten months of my life, I can't get back, no How did I, did I attract you? Cause you ain't nice, words ain't factual We don't have time, so If you go around saying I broke your heart Got a story podcast.